This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hey everyone, it's Joe. And Nat. And we'd like to welcome you back to episode 1B (laughs) of the Getting Better With Age podcast. And why is it 1B and not episode 2? Because this is actually a continuation of the first episode, which was a very brief introduction. We just want to give you a little insight into who we are and why we're doing that. But in this episode, we're going to go deeper. We're going to get naked. Okay. Not now, literally. Don't worry. Now, some of you might be going, <laughs> oh, cool. I can't wait for this. And some of you might go, oh, my God, and shut it off and run away. <laughs> Whatever it is, that's cool. But what I mean by that is we're going to get emotionally naked. And the reason for that is, as as, as we said in episode number one, we've been around the block. We've invested... a ton of time energy and money in individuals in programs in retreats in therapy looking for answers and in more instances than not the person who was supposed to help us wasn't being truly transparent they were painting a picture they were making promises that weren't true they were putting up a a facade pretending to be something or someone that they weren't And unfortunately, we had to learn that out the hard way. It wasn't until we got behind the curtains and started seeing them for who they really were Mm -hmm. and started experiencing the world that they were kind of putting up a facade for that we realized that, you know what, the almighty powerful wizard is just this little short guy (laughs) who's pretending to be something he's not. And that really pisses me off. So we didn't want to be those individuals. So in this episode, we're going to get like completely... Emotionally vulnerable, vulnerable, naked, honest, transparent, to give you some insight into who we really are and if that's what you resonate. Because that's the kind of people that we resonate with, you right. know, people who are just real um, and talk about the good shit and the bad. And so that you can give us some insight into who we really are, because it's really hard to get that in just like 15, 20 minutes. So who is Natalie? Natalie is me. <laughs> Um, all right. So vulnerability is, um, not easy for me. I'm going to tell you right off the bat. So, um, I am getting naked. Um, <laughs> here we go. So, um, yeah, I grew up in an, you know, an Italian family, um, macaroni and meatballs every Sunday after church. That's just how it was. And, you know, I was fortunate. I was blessed, um, with great parents, grandparents, siblings, um, et cetera. But um, throughout all that uh, and growing up, I always had, you know, uh, self-confidence issues, self-esteem issues. Um, I had great friends, but I always felt like I wasn't good enough, um, I guess you can say. You know, and that brought me um, through school and and through college. And, um, you know, I always kind of did the best I can. And I kind of, you know, did the whole, you know, like I said, I went to college and, and, you know, I I wanted to, you know, be married with three kids by the time I was 30. And, um, and that didn't happen. Um, But let me just say this. um, I, getting married and having kids 
was probably one of the most important things for me. And I know some people will say that's like old fashioned or here's the thing. It's not any fashion. That was what was true for me in my heart. And that was um, what was important for me, not because of anything else, because that was was true for me. Um, So again, I was hoping it happened by 30. (laughs) But no, I was single all through my 20s. uh, you know, I had a long-term relationship that ended um, about mid mid twenty, early to mid twenties. Um, so it was hard because that kind of not meeting anybody and not being in a relationship and not being married um, really took a hit to my self-esteem. So it was tough. Um, anyway, I navigated through my twenties, and um, lo and behold. <laughs> When I was 30, guess who I met? I don't know. Who did you meet? <laughs> what was his name? Uh, some guy named Joe. <laughs> oh, that's, that's cool. My, my name's Joe, too. <laughs> and it was funny because growing up, I used to say to my best friend all the time, I don't know, I'm gonna, I feel like I'm going to marry a bull man named Joe. Guess what? See? I did. And that's it. Listeners, <laughs> be careful what you put out there. Words are powerful. Um, anyway, but, you know, even, and I was very blessed to meet Joe. We actually met online. That's a, that's a podcast for another day. Um, but you know, I'm very lucky and blessed with uh, our kids and, and my husband. Um, but again, throughout our marriage and all these years, I always still suffered from self-esteem issues, self-confidence issues. I always felt I wasn't good enough. I wasn't worthy. Um, so that prevented me from really excelling in things and really, um, doing things that made a difference um because frankly like i said i felt i wasn't good enough you know um i i always tried to tell people oh i have a master's degree because i felt like that made me more important or more believable to people and yeah i did have a master's degree and and i worked at a college and i helped young kids um to decide what they wanted to major in and and what career they wanted but it just i was never fulfilled like it was just a job um again it was the whole feeling of not being worthy and not being good enough um and again that's (laughs) up until now i still suffer with that i don't want to say suffer well yeah it's it's hard Um, i'm not being transparent um it sucks um I still feel that way a lot. I feel I prevented myself from doing things, doing more things to make a difference. Because of that, I've held myself back a lot. Um, It's affected our marriage in certain ways. Um, Where not feeling worthy um, has affected, like, the the communication with Joe and... and, um, all aspects of our relationship. Um, but I am grateful that we do have a solid relationship based on communication and respect and trust. So we've been able to navigate through any challenges we've had that have stemmed from my stuff. (laughs) Um, so here I am (laughs) opening up to a lot of people about, um, my shortcomings and again that is not easy and i've had challenges 
you know, dealing with my kids and dealing with my parents and, and lack of communication. And, you know, um, my mom died of Alzheimer's last year. It was hard. Because um, there was a lot of things that I never said to her that I wish I could have. Because even for the seven years before she passed, she wasn't herself. So that plagues me all the time. Um, and I don't want that to happen to me or to my kids. So one of the reasons why I am... The whole getting better with age thing is so important to me because I don't want to live a life that I won't remember. <laughs> Or that um, I'll regret. Or where I could say I didn't, wasn't my best. Um, so that's why I am here right now. That's why I am opening up to you. So you don't, hopefully won't have a life of regret either. And I am committed to, throughout this podcast, getting better with age because I'm not better yet. I'm 53 years old. I'm not embarrassed to say that. I'm not ashamed to say how old I am because that's just life. Um, but I am not, my life is not over because I'm in my 50s. My life is just beginning because I finally discovered, I'm finally discovering who I truly am and how to truly live a life of love. And to me, that's the beginning of an amazing life for me and for us. Now, can you see why I married this woman? See, that's why we're doing this. The goal is to be upfront, honest, transparent, even when it's difficult. Because a lot of individuals are like, hey, you know what? We're great, and this is wonderful, and this is... And behind the scenes, it's not true. It's a facade. And we, want, we don't want to be those individuals. We want to talk about the ugly stuff, the real stuff. Because if you don't talk about it, you don't bring it to the surface, you can't get past it, you can't get through it. So we want to have those healthy, open, honest, vulnerable conversations, real conversations, because that's who we are. And we want to be those individuals to shine the light and lead you to your truth. Because the truth is, I believe we have a great marriage. And I would, I would put that marriage up against anybody's out there. But we have challenges. <laughs> we have shit that we have to deal with because that's life. But those challenges that we've been through and that we'll go through in the future are what brings us closer together. It's what helps us grow and evolve as individuals and as a couple. And it helps us become better versions of who we are individually and as Joe and Natalie, the couple. And we want to be real because there are a lot of individuals out there, you know, Find your prince, you know, the knight in shining armor shining and the armor. prince on the white horse. And you know what? And once you get him, you live happily ever after. Well, that's, that happens in the Disney movies, but that's not re reality because they don't tell you after the knight comes, you know, to her rescue and the prince comes on his shiny horse and they ride off into the... They don't tell you when, you know, their kids have challenges or they have financial struggles or they're dealing with hormonal issues. Right? They don't oh. talk about that because that's not fun. That's not exciting that's the fa it takes the fantasy away but what good is living in a fantasy if it's not reality 
And so we want to be real. We don't, we're not here to be depressing. We're here to say, here, shit happens. And this is how you get past it. This is how you get through it. This is how you become a better version of you. This is how you get better with age. And that's why we're doing that. So, you know, for my story, very similar to Natalie, I grew up in a traditional Italian family, didn't have the grandparents living downstairs, um, but, you know, had Sunday dinners at grandma's and, you know, gravy in, in the pot and, you know, lots of cousins around. And it was a wonderful experience. And it's almost like, for the first five years of my life, I lived in this wonderful little fantasy world bubble, <laughs> bubble where, hey, this is a lot of fun. I, I like this kind of life. And then my family moved to New Jersey. And it was like, it's like, you know, in the um, Wizard of Oz, when it goes from color to black and white, it's like it went from black and white. And like my dad lost his job and there was stress in my, my family, you know, between my mom and my dad. And then, you know, I was this like the cool kid in New York and now I was like one of these other kids and then I was ostracized and I started becoming bullied and then my dad got sick and then um like now that I went through you know questioning you know because I always wanted someone to love me you know other than my family members someone mm -hmm. to validate how special I was and so I didn't get that until I found my first girlfriend. And then, like, you know, I felt so much better about myself. My confidence went through the roof. I lost a bunch of weight until she broke my heart. <laughs> and then I kind of spiraled down and then just went on my journey. And like I said, I always wanted to help people. So I went to school to be a chiropractor and then came out. And it's like, all right, my career's in place. Everything's good. Everything appears to be good. You know, now I'm ready to kind of settle down because I kind of put that part of my, my life on hold mm -hmm. because I knew in order to get through chiropractic school and to get my doctorate and pass my boards, that had to be my primary focus. And so it's like, all right, well, that's clear. Everything's now in place. Now it's time to settle down. And then I struggled. And then ultimately I met someone and transparently jumped into the wrong relation for the wrong reason. Again, I wanted to get married. Ultimately, I learned I wanted to have a son to replace the love that was lost when my dad passed away so I wanted that bond that connection and then ultimately got engaged to as I said the wrong person literally 28 days from walking down the aisle I'm like what the fuck am I doing and I knew that we were unhappy we were in counseling which if you're listening to this <laughs> if you're not in a relationship if you're in a relationship with someone before you're married it's kind of like God's way of saying this is not the right relationship you don't need to work that hard you mean to in counseling before counseling i don't know what, what i say I'm, I'm in the zone i was i was yeah. flying there you meant when if you're in counseling before you're married right 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 i'm i'm sorry i'm sorry if i didn't emphasize that so you know and because that was it like i didn't want to have to work hard to make my relationship work I, like life is going to bring challenges. i saw that with with my parents you know i saw what they went through i saw how you know when my dad was sick in the hospital how my mom had to run to make sure he was taken care of and then run home to take me pick me up from school and then pick my sister up and then take me to work and take me to the mall and like all the stress and everything she went under I realized you know what hey it's it's not all sunshine and rainbows you need that person that during that time mm -hmm. is going to be there and I saw how other families they had the slightest challenges compared to what my my parents were dealing with and it destroyed their their marriages and I'm like you know what I need someone that's going to be a rock that's going to be there because you're going to have to work at life but if you have to work on your relationship on top of that that's a red flag. So long story short, ended that relationship, did a lot of work to real, you know, what I call mirror time, doing a lot of self-reflection, work on myself to figure out why I made the bad choices, why I continued to stay in an unhealthy relationship, and ultimately grew and evolved to the person who was ready for a healthy relationship. Then put myself out there, 
as Natalie said, menonmatch.com, got married, three kids later, going through this thing called life, and ultimately experiencing, like Natalie said, the good times, the bad times, the challenges. I don't want to say bad times because I think they're just challenges. And I, I believe the bad times are there to help us grow and evolve, mm-hmm. to learn the lessons we need, to take our lives and who we are to the next level. And we'll talk about that in future podcasts as right. well. But also to the place where I realized, as Natalie says, I always wanted to help people. And I also realized that my gift is to break things down to easy, understandable, strategic levels. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we look at life as an observer, like this happened for us and this is horrible and I can't do this and I can't do that. When the truth is we are these divine beings who are powerful beyond our, our, our measure. But we don't know how to tap into that because our natural survival mechanism puts us into fear, into worry, into doubt, into overthinking, into overanalyzing, into perfectionism, whatever it may be. And we hang out in that energy and that actually prevents us from experiencing what our hearts truly desire. And that's why most of us stay stuck, right? Because we read the books, we go on YouTube, we watch the videos, we go to therapy trying to fix ourselves. And the illusion is we're not really broken there's just some shit going on that we don't know how to get past or to get through. And that's why very often when we look to the quote unquote experts or the books or the resources and we learn some really cool stuff, we learn some information, but that information doesn't lead to transformation, which is what we really want. And we not only want to help you transform the areas of your life that you may be stuck with and we bring some great people in to help you do that, mm-hmm. but we want to help you understand it can be fun. It doesn't have to be this demoralizing, depressing. You don't have to relive your past lives right. or you know, go uncover these deep, dark, emotional traumas. from your Now, please understand, if you had some kind of emotional trauma in your life, you know, God forbid you've been molested or you know, you've been raped or you know you grew up in an abusive i'm not talking no, about no. that i'm talking to those individuals who are listening going like like now they're out you know we had decent lives but for some reason there's some shit that's stopping us how do i get past it how do i get through it because i believe if you have gone through emotional traumas in your life it's really important that you get the right people right. to support you, to help you get past it, to overcome it. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of individuals that have a vested interest in keeping you broken and keeping you sick. You know, I was right. talking to a woman the other day that said, you know, she's been in therapy for 12 years. And I'm like, wow. I said, I don't believe there's any problem that an individual can experience in this or on this earth that should take 12 years to overcome. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned is that Either the therapist sucks <laughs> or that person isn't, encount- isn't facing what they really need right. to face or they're not doing the work they really need to do to overcome. Because let's be honest, look at the world we live in. There's a lot of power in being a victim. If you don't believe me, go on and turn on the news. Go on social media, right? And so what we're going to espouse, there's a difference between being a victim and being victimized. Right. You know, shit happens. That's when you're victimized. But how you respond to it and how you go forward or if you choose to hold on to that determines if you're a victim or not. And 
this podcast is not for victims. It's no. for those individuals who say, you know what? I want to learn. I want to grow. I want to get, I want to evolve. I want better relationships. I want a relationship. I want to be healthier. I want to be more fit. I want to be fulfilled. I want to do what lights me up. I want to be a better parent. I want great relationships, whatever it may be, whatever your thing may be. We're going to cover it all. I promise you, but we're going to do it open, honestly, and transparently. So the only thing that we ask for you is if you're going to tune in, be willing to open your heart and open your mind. And if you are, we promise some really cool things are going to happen. So I'm off my soapbox now. (laughs) When I get on a roll, as you can see, I'm on a roll. There's no stopping me. Um, I don't know if he was going to let me talk again. Right. So Um, that's it. No, well, now you kind of know who we both are. And, you know, as we go along, we, you will definitely learn more and more. You know, this was just kind of like a deeper Cliff Notes version. Um, But know this. We are committed to um, bringing you on this journey with us. Um, so we can all literally get better with age. <laughs> and on that note, we shall see you in the next podcast. All right. Have a blessed Have day. Have a good one.